Welcome to the 65th episode of the Cracked Die Podcast. Yes, welcome. <laughs> All right. So, for those of you who didn't listen to last episode, what are you doing? Go back and listen to the last episode. Yeah, 65 is a weird place to start. Yeah. Yeah, yeah just yeah. going to throw that out there. Weird place to start, guys. I feel that the last three are the only important ones. I'm sorry, last two. <laughs> that's fair. That's a fair point of view. <laughs> uh, that's Rob. Welcome. Rob decided to stay and continue playing with us, which is good. For now. <laughs> For now. For now. And let's just jump into this combat where you're about to throw things into a pit. Hell yeah. I was thinking, Rob. That's a dangerous you're... pastime. I know oh. it is. Luckily, it's not my pastime. <laughs> Rob, your character, uh, Knife Sword Dark Hole Seagull Teeth, is a spellcaster of some kind? I mean, that's what you keep calling it. Yeah, yes. sure. So we're all seventh level, which means you should have third level spells, assuming you're a spellcaster. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you are an arcane spellcaster, that means you would have Fireball by now. So I'm curious to see how this combat plays out. Yeah, I don't know. Because the thing about spellcasters now, if you're a wizard, it's arcane. If you're a sorcerer, you might have arcane or divine or occult or primal as your uh, spell list. In which case, each one of those would be different. Like you could have a party of four sorcerers and they and they don't have any of the same spells. So like, it's it's interesting. It's exciting. Yeah, it's just a new yeah. new new era in the Crack Type Podcast with all of our possible offensive magic. Yeah. Also, Rob, I don't know mm-hmm. if you noticed in the week between recordings if you've looked at what's in the group loot, but there might be some scrolls in there that you can use. Probably not. <laughs> I mean, I know Twin tends to keep a hold of those. Let's talk about our initiative order, starting with Christine. Uh, so I rolled a natural two for an 11. <laughs> no, no. All right, Haya. <laughs> um, I kind of went the opposite direction. I feel like luck is uh, my lady tonight. I rolled a natural 20 for a 29. All right. Matt? I got a nine dead, well, not dead center, but close to center, uh, middling, if you will, for a 24. All right. And Rob, what is Knife Sword's uh, first initiative roll in his new friends? Three. Three shall be thy number. <laughs> Plus 11. So, you know, it ends up being a 14. All right. So, I'm almost done rolling all of the initiatives for everything. Oh, my God. How many? How many? All I hear is, like, the the dirol sound effect. It just keeps going. <laughs> well, the fun part about this is we're going to basically go before they go. I mean, hopefully. Because combat's going to be initiated, initiated by us doing something, I would assume. Unless yeah. they see us beforehand. So... Sean might be rolling initiative for people who are dead by the time they go. Fingers crossed! So, uh, I don't think we talked about this last episode, but we're using a new virtual tabletop because I wanted to. That is accurate. Uh, We are now using Foundry Virtual Tabletop, and it has some really cool, slick features, at least features that I really like. I hope the players enjoy it, too. Brianna, you go first. So, we have a tried and true method when dealing with pillars, right guys? Theoretically. You guys run in and shove them open? Yes, <laughs> and I feel like this is the only thing I'm good at, so how about I do that? Well, if 
If our plan was to start bombarding all of the people in here with ranged attacks, you might want to wait. Oh, that's right. My bad. <laughs> I was going to say, depending on what the range of that pillar is, we might be out of its eye beams at this point. Um, I don't think Brianna has anything to tell that information. Uh, where's the choke point again that you wanted to hold on? Uh, just So it's on the west side of the uh, hole. It's where Twin Talon is located currently. Um, so if you look at the, the map... The ramp starts mm-hmm. at like the bottom of the pit, and then it will going to be just to the east of me until it ends at like the. I see. Like about where we are. Yeah. Okay, so I guess Brianna will, as her first action, draw her scimitar and have her shield at the ready, and I guess that will be. No, actually, I recant that. Um, she will instead pull out a javelin and um, let's say fire at... What is this? What are you? What is what? The, the blue ones. Are those our friends? So, just so you know, the blue things are small. Okay. Just like everything. Just like everything else in that pit. Mm-hmm. They look like they're hovering mm-hmm. and they're kind of just drifting. Okay. Brianna is not going to take a chance quite yet. She's going to instead go for If the... you want to, you can make a recall knowledge using religion if you'd like. As an action. Sure. It is an action. Sure. Um, religion. 16. That is, you know that is a void worm. Hmm. You may ask me one question about them. I assume they have something to do with the warranty. <laughs> what are they weak to? What are they weak to? They're not weak to anything, but they are resistant to precision and protean anatomy. Well, good thing I don't Uh, have protean bits, so um, precision, you said. Yeah. So what uh, protean anatomy is, is a void worm's vital organs shift and change shape and position constantly. Immediately after the void worm takes acid, electricity, or sonic damage, it gains the listed amount of resistance to that type of damage. This lasts for one hour or until the next time the protean takes damage of one of the other types, in which case it changes the resistance to match that type, whichever comes first. The void worm is immune to polymorph effects unless it is a willing target. If blinded or deafened, the void worm automatically recovers at the end of its next turn as new sensory organs grow to replace the compromised one. So fire and ice it is. Uh, the description of these creatures are other proteans don't consider the flying iridescent beings known as void worms to be a part of a protean cast at all, but instead are merely a shameful side effect of the maelstrom's constantly churning energy. Voidworms themselves have little interest in whether anyone sees them as proteans. They maintain a thriving ecology in the maelstrom, frolicking in schools of up to 20, and playing in the chaos of constantly shifting realities. Elsewhere, such as on the material plane, voidworms are mesmerized by the principle of object permanence. Many latch onto a specific features of a region, such as a hillside or pond, and flip through the air around it for months or even years as they wait for the object of their curiosity to change. That's kind of adorable. Voidworms are two feet long and weigh about uh, weigh about two pounds, and they are a they periodically vent steam from a geyser in their body, and that location changes. Do they have an alignment? They're from the Maelstrom, so you know most things in the Maelstrom are neutral. So this is some type of neutral. I I, I want one. <laughs> 
one. What'd Jasper say? Um, nom, 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 nom. Jasper would have a friend. <laughs> they just sound adorable. The fact that they, like, frolic around and, like, object permanence is like, what is this? <laughs> I thought Jasper would say, Brack. Isn't that what he usually says? <laughs> yeah, Jasper. <laughs> anyway, Saria just likes having pets. Uh, <laughs> I don't know what to do anymore. <laughs> you know what those are. I don't even know how many rounds I have anymore. You have two actions left. Well, you'd... Okay. If your first action was to do the religion check, or I think it was religion. Yep. Then you'd have two actions left, so you could draw and throw a javelin, or you could, you know, any number of things. Well, was my first action to move next to you? Because I wasn't right next to you. I was behind you. I would have thought we could have just... Shuffled before combat. Yeah, you guys can adjust. Yeah, because I had knife sword as the front point man for a bit. Okay, so in that case, I'm going to draw a javelin and shoot. At? Um, I'm going to... Because I know that the void worm's resistant to piercing, she's going to fire at something that she knows is uh, familiar, so she will fire at the Chudaka northeast of the nearest void worm. All right. All right. I think we all know it's going to be critical hit for quadruple damage. Triple damage? Oh, uh, not with a javelin. Alrighty. Is it just a strike? Yep. Mm-hmm. Ugh. 16. Wait, what? Oh, that, was the, no. that, that was the skill check. Lol. <laughs> uh, 28. <laughs> 28 on the Churika will be a critical hit. Ooh. Hey. Excellent. Um, it is piercing, right? Mm-hmm. Yep. Pinhole. The target takes one persistent bleed damage that can't be removed until the target is healed. All right. And how much damage did you do? Well, I rolled a 10, so I guess 20 damage if it's double. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I can math sometimes. So So you kill it. Thank you. (laughs) Uh, uh, One down, a lot left. Mm -hmm. Yeah, plenty to go. I guess, uh, yeah, that's my turn. So I want to point something out. Since, Brianna, you don't use javelins very often. Or, sorry, Haya. Brianna doesn't use javelins very often. I tell the difference between my wife and the character she plays. Don't you worry about it. That's um, all right. I mean, Sean, Sean can't tell the difference between me, Haya, Soraya, or Brianna, so. That's <laughs> fair. So, um, because that was a critical effect, you can choose that. I mean, not that it matters because he's dead, but just in the future. Uh, you can choose that or the actual critical, because you are high enough level to have a critical specialization. And On a... Oh. Any, anything you can use that you have, like, expert um, proficiency with, which you and myself do, on anything okay. that we use... Uh, so it is technically a dart. That's the class of weapon it is. And the dart specialization, the critical specialization effect, is the target takes 1d6 persistent bleed damage. You gain an item bonus to this bleed damage equal to the weapon's item bonus to attack rolls. So if you had a plus 1 javelin, it would be 1d6 plus 1. But point being that it's one point of bleed damage that it would have gotten from that card is not quite as good as the 1d6 damage that your javelin would normally do on a crit. Okay. It, it doesn't matter for this attack. Okay, it's just dead. kind of just information for the future. That's all. <laughs> Copy. Thank you. Because it is dead. Mm-hmm. One of the Chirika sees this javelin fly in and kill its friend. Whoops. Maybe I, its lover. I assume it pretends not to notice. <laughs> it screeches and starts to run. Good way to be next, buddy. This is way above my pay grade. Gotta run away. <laughs> yeah, the only way to run is up through us, though. Yeah. The next Chirika sees... His buddy start running, and also the Churika that was near him die. So he will run as well to try and get to you all. Good luck. But they have to take a long way around. 
Yep. Oh, he's got a ticket to the long way around. <laughs> is it the prettiest of these? I don't know. It's a pit. Mm. Another Chirica starts to run. Cue Benny Hill theme song. Yeah. <laughs> Opening doors. Coming out of other doors. Yeah. <laughs> yep. <laughs> There's a lot of people that go. Twin Talon, you're going to be the next real person to go. So uh, the Boggard starts to run. And then the last Chirica. The next non-NPC to go. All right. So uh, Twin Talon, being where he is has some time before they reach him in melee. So he is going to quick draw his bow. I guess he's had it out. Uh, so he'll, he'll fire at the Chirica to the northeast of him, uh, kind of right by the water's edge in that pit. All right. Oh, oh, oh. That that had a natural 20 there for a second, and then it rolled over to an <laughs> 8. Thank goodness. So it's a 24 so, to hit. That's still a hit. Okay. 24 will just hit. It's flat-footed. Not crit. It'll still just hit, not crit. Okay. Uh, so it takes five damage. Oh, no. It takes sneak attack, too. So it takes 16 damage. Oof. Is it still All right. Up? It is definitely still there. All right. So he will shoot it again. All right. 23. Will hit. Uh, then it will take... 13. 13, yeah. I thought it was. I second guess myself. Uh, 13 more damage. No, it's still there. And then I will take my... Man, I'm going to regret taking a third shot. I know I am. <laughs> I do every time. Actually, there's a thing in the pit. Looks like the ram head, ram headed alligator with snake shoulders. Yes. Um, I'd like to make a knowledge check to see if I can figure out what that is. Recall knowledge. Awesome. You may use religion. Oh, may I? You may. Well, I'm just going to double check and see if there's any other. I mean, I'm I'm trained in religion, so it's not okay. horrible, but. Not the worst. 23. Woo! Just hit it. All right. That is a now net. N-A-U-N-E-T. It is a powerfully powerfully muscled manet serve as scouts and rank and file troops of protean armies, resembling a thick salamander with a wide head and a powerful tail. Mm, she thick. And tentacles. <laughs> I was going to say, is that thick with a K or two Cs? <laughs> two Cs. Okay. Tipped with uh, tentacles, tipped with snapping jaws in place of rear legs. These are the most bestial of the Proteans and occupy one of their lowest casts. Now nets are 12 feet long and weigh roughly 900 pounds. Jesus. Is it too late to go home? <laughs> uh, all Proteans are prone to unpredictable fits and unexpected actions, but compared to most un- others, nanets, now nets are more, much more bestial and always ready for a fight. Now nets pride themselves in acting swiftly and striking before unpleasant distractions like diplomacy can blunt a combat's beginning. You also may ask me one question. Oh boy, uh, does it have any weak nasses? Yes, it does. Would you like to know what that is? Yes. Oh, okay, sorry. What are its weak nasses? It is weak to lawful damage. Okay, cool. <laughs> Lawful five. That takes five extra damage. Well, smite is good damage. You are chaotic good, I believe. I thought I could, uh, oh, you are right. I thought I could designate what, um, whatchamacallit. I'll give you this for free as well. It is also resistant to precision damage and has protean anatomy, much like the void worms, except instead of five, they have... Ten. So they ignore the first ten points of precision damage? Uh, precision five. They re- mo- reduce the first five. They ignore the first five precision. But the protean anatomy, where once you hit them with one type of damage, they're resistant to it, mm-hmm. it's ten. And that was sonic 
acid, electricity, and what else? That's it. Okay. Yep. Fire and ice it is, like I said. Acid, electricity, or sonic. So. Okay. That was a very useful third action, Matt. Yes. And I didn't critically fail and shoot Brianna or myself or break my bow or throw myself into a pit. <laughs> so I want to say all in all, good turn. Yeah. Also, I think that Cherokee is tougher than I think he is. What gave you that idea? When I shot him for... Although, I'm not stabbing him either, so I think I have a skewed idea of how much damage people have, considering my my sword is so much better. <laughs> you just have for many much damage. Yes. I think it's been a little while since we played, you know, these characters who are higher level than we're used to. Yeah. Yeah. But anyway, that's my turn. So, another bogger decides to start running up the hill, takes three actions to move there, then a void worm flits. They can fly, but I'm just... Yep. I'm just super curious what their relationship to these Churika is. Then it, this void worm flies towards the dragon pillar, and then this Churika warrior is going to start running, ru- starts running up the hill. Then the dragon pillar shoots a Churika. Oh boy. Fingers rock. All right. Well, I'm going to roll a d3. If I roll a one, it'll hit Brianna. A two will hit Knife Sword Dark Hole Seagull Teeth. No one Three will hit Soraya. How close are we? 60 feet, because it's 20 feet up. Right, I meant myself from our new companion and, and oh, Soraya. Oh, you're right next to him. Great. Yeah, you're, right, so. you're right next to him, and you are... I think you're 15 feet from me. But the good news is you don't have to liberate anyone, because it hits you, Brianna. You choose me. Good, 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 good. <laughs> I choose you. No. <laughs> It will shoot a violet eye beam at you. my favorite color. <laughs> Stop getting hit on purpose. <laughs> but I love purple. I'm hoping it Ooh, changes geez. my own color. Wow. 32 versus AC. Uh, that will hit. Just barely though. Yeah. Yay, the zero damage. Lucky nope, that's time. a zero. It actually does zero. Do you know damage? Damage. That sounds suspicious. But. How, how stunned are you? Do need you to make a will save, please. You got it. I am Brianna. I am the daughter of Yolanda. Love you, Mom. Please, please don't listen to this episode and be super mad. I am super willful. How is... Yikes. A 19. A 19 will fail. Well, funny story, Sean. Oh, yeah. You did give us uh, hero points. I did. Yep, and I believe I still have a one. You do. So how about you take my hero point? Mmm, delicious, delicious hero point. Nom, nom, nom. Let's let's try that again because it's kind of embarrassing that I'm I have an expert will and I failed it. So let's try this again. Yeah. Twenty-seven. Nice. That will succeed. Thank goodness. I was waiting for him to say also fail. You are stunned one. Uh, Okay, remind me what stun does. Do I lose a... So you lose an action, action, and you cannot take reactions. Basically, you can't take any actions until it's your turn. Yeah. Uh, But you lose... As soon as it's back to your turn, you can remove the stun. Right. Okay. So when you succeed, you're only stunned one. Only. Well... Are you yeah. stunned two or three if you fail? I guess we'll find out. Ah, uh, well, you're dead. Yeah, yeah, you're gonna have to wait and find out. So the Churika that Quentin Talon attacked is going to reach down. Uh, no, I'm sorry. Yeah, no, he's gonna reach down and find some debris on the floor. I believe it's debris. And he is going to chuck it at Quentin Talon. 
I need to subtract some numbers from my roll. Don't worry. Uh, 18. Miss. All right. He's going to try a second time. Is it not an action to pick it up? Pick up, throw. Oh, pick up again. Yes. All right. So he is picking up some more rocks to throw at you. Okay. He's unhappy that he was hit with... (laughs) Arrows? With arrows, yes. For the first time, for the first time ever, knife, sword, dark hole, seagull teeth, it is your turn. Gotta hold my action. (laughs) (laughs) I'm so mad at you. Are you holding? No. Okay. (laughs) So hang on, hang on. I just also want to point out, during the combat where you found him, Uh I didn't say that he couldn't do anything. He elected to play dead. He messaged me and told me he played dead. Uh, so... <laughs> That's amazing. <laughs> All right, <laughs> continuing. I'm going to do a magic missile um, on the monkey dude next to the dock, if I can reach All right, it. I believe you can, although they hit because they're magic missiles. I'm going to spend all three actions doing it, so all three, right. three missiles. Is it heightened? Mm-hmm. So it's a third level spell you're using for it? No. I'll just do one. Okay. All right, level one. Uh, go ahead and click damage. Three. Click it damage two more times. There you go. So f- three plus five plus two is ten. Ten points of force damage onto this 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 Chirica that is throwing things back at you. Throw to throw. <laughs> yes, and the group sees that you have indeed done something. <laughs> he just wanted to hurt that guy. Just like he wanted to help those other people. Mm-hmm. Makes perfect sense to me. Another Chirica. Sorry, Boggard this time decides to run. Isn't a Boggard running like trying to run in like flippers? Wouldn't yes, that be but very difficult? More to... <laughs> okay. They're amphibious? Soraya, <laughs> it is your turn. Flop, flop, flop. All right. Let me see where everybody is. Oh, beautiful. I'm going to throw a grenade. Okay. My my smoke bomb. Right, All right. Right, right here. Let me just get my okay. thingy. Perfect. Uh, so the the grenade goes off right there. Everyone caught in it for the first round takes two d six poison and has to make a fort save DC nineteen. Okay. I mean, I can make the the attack roll too, obviously, but um, it's pretty much I'm attacking the square. I'm not attacking the. All right, so the smoke goes off. So DC 19, you said? Yep. I'm sorry. I don't know where I got the, the 19. Where is my... Yeah, I want to see 24. Um, you said fort or reflex? Fortitude. If they're caught in it, it's fortitude. Okay. Well, it doesn't matter because none of them may... 19 is the closest. Okay, well, they are There are four are of them all... caught in it. That's great. Um, so they all take the 2d6 poison, and in addition to that... They are sickened one. Yeah, so they're all sickened one, you said? Sickened one, as well as taking eight poison damage. Oh boy, okay. Oof, and some of these guys were already sickened from mining. Oof, so they... So you're adding to their sickened level. Their sickened level. Huzzah. Mm-hmm, good job. Uh, and this will la- the, the smoke cloud will last another two rounds. Okay. With progressing effects. And how much damage are they taking? Eight? Eight eight poison damage. Those are my three actions. It was move twice and, and chuck. Alright, so the void worms. Flit, flit. 
Then a boggard. What happens if they enter that cloud? Would you say at the start of their next turn they take the damage, or do would you say they enter they take the damage when they enter it? Probably uh, most things are at the start of their next turn. At the start of the turn. It's at the end of the turn for for. Or end of the turn, yeah. What? Is what it is? Because like persistent damage is end of turn, but probably if they start the the turn in the spot, maybe they do. I don't know. Well, so this bogger can run right through it real quick, holds his breath. This void worm flits. This boggard. Just just for a question on how you would want to deal with this. For, like, standard environmental effects, like, would you take the damage for starting or ending your turn there? So, ending. Okay, so whoever ends there would then... I can either roll again or they'll take the, the eight. Yeah, they took the eight. Okay. And then the last boggard for the first round will run there. As they are now starting to run out of this area. Brianna! Oh boy. Well, I, I hope this was the right thing to do. Um, but the void ones look like they're just clustering around the pillar. Yeah. Is it bad? I wish I had like a giant blanket that I could just throw over them or throw over the pillar. I don't know. Um, I tried that one time. Blanket shot me. Or sorry, the pillar shot me through my blanket. <laughs> well, I was trying to go more for the, the void ones with their object. Ah, oh, that's actually really smart. <laughs> I forgot about that. Yeah, hide, hide the fixation of their object permanence. Just wander away. Yeah, I, I would hope that they would go away as opposed to then be fixated on us and try and mm-hmm. kill us, but I don't know. I, I, I legit want to see if I can take one as an animal companion. Um, so they're all clustered. Okay, well, I won't focus on them then. Um, they are coming towards us, correct? Correct. The the blue uh, chercas and stuff, right? They're currently in the southeastern part of the loop. They have to move all the way up north and then back down south again to get to us. Okay, and then there's this lone one by this... What is this, Sean? Is it a bridge? It's like a pier. It looks like it disappears under the water. Okay, I see. Okay. Maybe it was a bridge that collapsed. Probably put it down there to drag things out. Oh, fair, 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 fair. In that case, since I don't have... The the javelin isn't necessarily my strongest um, weapon. She will... Um, it's only 20 feet down. You can jump that. Uh-huh. And then be on the wrong side of all those people. Right. And and the whole point was to hold a choke point here, so she's holding the line. Mm-hmm. Right? That is still what we're doing. Yep. Or we can wait till they're up here and then jump down and they make them run all the way back down around. <laughs> please that don't. In that case, her first action would be to draw another javelin. She currently has three left. Okay. And she will throw it at the other the Churka that's in there. Alright. How is Ugh a nineteen. The Churika ducks out of the way. I will where the heck not do it again. You draw, you throw, you can draw, you can't throw it this turn. Alright. Well there you go. She'll draw again. Alright. Ready to go. Alright, uh, I'm just going to jump to Twin Talon's turn, because all the Churika and Bo- well, like, I can't do that. So, one thing of note for Brianna, she was stunned at the beginning of her turn, she would have lost her first action, but it gets rid of that stun condition. Oh, that's right. Okay, so she would have just thrown it. Drawn, thrown, and that would be the end of the turn. But she's not stunned anymore, so she can take all the reactions that she can handle. Excellent. Giggity? I don't know. Well. Uh, alright, Churika, running! Run and run and fast as he can. Really hope he makes it. 
I'm running. Are they holding hands? Like barrel of monkey style? Aw. <laughs> I ship it. First one runs. Second one runs. Third one runs. The boggard. So he's starting his turn in the cloud. Does he take the second round effectively then? No, at the end of his turn he would take it. Okay. Is that right, Matt? Uh, I don't know. I was trying to look it up while we were doing this and I haven't found anything yet. Or something that's similar. And I'm trying to think of what it would be like. Uh... Like I was, I was thinking like when we were like fighting, like when we were, had to put out the fire, like if you, is it start or end or is it start and end? Like, because I remember it was pretty brutal if we were anywhere near the fire and that was like the same kind of environmental effect. I think it was a spell, like a uh, choking cloud or something like that. Stinking cloud, cloud kill. Oh, I'll look up cloud kill. It's start your turn. So cloud kill is oh. you deal 68 poison damage to each breathing creature that starts its turn in the spell's area. So All right, so what is the secondary effects, Christine? Yeah. Um, it, must, it takes 1d6 poison now, but it has to make another fortitude save. And boggards are known for their great fortitude. So it's taking four more poison damage. Okay. It rolls a total of 12. Uh, so it takes another sickened. Oh, okay. And that's it. Sickened four. What does that do to him? Uh, so sickened. I just don't think we've ever had anybody like above a two on a status. That's technically not how statuses work. No. So in... We've been doing it this way for a long time. So I just... I recently looked this up because something recently where there's a bunch of status effects. I was like, man, that's brutal. Uh, but the under conditions in the player's handbook or the core rulebook under game mastering this is redundant conditions with values conditions with different values are considered different conditions if you're affected by a condition with a value multiple times you apply only the highest value although you might have a track both durations if one is a lower value but lasts longer for example if you had slowed two that lasts one round and slowed one that lasts six rounds you're slowed two for the first round and then you change to be slowed one for the remaining five if something reduces the condition value, it reduces it for all conditions of that name affecting you. For instance, in the example above, if something reduced your slowed value by one, it would reduce the first condition from the example to slowed one, and the second one to slowed zero, removing it. Oh, well, look at that. So well, instead of stacking and getting worse, you just have, like, multiple instances of it? Right, it basically yeah. extends the duration of it is what it does, which okay. makes more sense for this edition, because I feel like not a lot of things are that crushing as we have been playing conditions. Yes. And bleed is still just the worst. Yep. Well, we learned how to do persistent correctly, so it's not as bad. <laughs> it doesn't last until you're dead, which is what we thought it was before. Yeah, <laughs> it yeah. lasts until you're dead or you succeed on a port save. Yeah. Twin Talon, it is your turn. Funny story. It's my turn. Anyway, I still have my bow out, so the, the ones coming around the bend there are still too far away, so I will target that same Chiraka again. Uh, 14 for a 30. That will hit. All right. So the damage is 8. Okay. Is he dead? No. Come up here and fight like a monkey. All right. And I'll shoot again. <laughs> 21. Miss. Oh, man. Come on, Matt. You only rolled a 10. I know. That's you have to roll higher than that. Thank you. Well... Uh, I'm not going to use a hero point because I'll definitely roll a one instead. I'll take the regular miss and loss of my regular arrow. Man, I no, I'm just saying, you can take a third attack. I, I could. However, I'm not going to. Oh, no guts. No guts. No, I'm, I'm just aware <laughs> how math works. Yeah, it's not no guts. It's yes brains. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Same difference. I, I don't know that there's anything else useful I can contribute at this point, so I'm just going to lose the last action. 
All right. Because we've already acknowledged everything, right? There's something here we haven't acknowledged. Uh, I mean, yeah. Well, so you succeeded, so you could make another knowledge check on the same creatures, just to, uh, but it goes up in deep difficulty. But you can learn more. All right. Well, I will try more on the. I've already forgot what it's called. The snake. Thick. Now net. N a u n e t. Now net. Got it. Now net. <laughs> Sorry, I could help myself. <laughs> All right, I got a twenty-five on my religion check. That is exactly the DC of your second check. All right. What would you like to know about it? So we know that what it's strong against. We know it doesn't have any weaknesses. Uh, does it have any special attacks? It. Uh, let me tell you the the attacks it has. It has a jaw attack. A tail attack, a tentacle attack. It can change shape. It can constrict. It can has an adaptive strike, which means that it can choose to be either adamantine, cold, or silver. And its strikes count as that type for one minute or until he uses it again. And confounding slam. What? If you are hit by the tentacle, you are stupefied for two, stupefied two for one d four rounds with a DC 24 will save. However, if you were already stupefied in this way, this attack can extend that duration by one round. Okay. So, bad news. Yeah. Luckily it doesn't have any range. I guess we could just shoot it a hundred times or something like that. Well, no one's aggressed at it, so it's just kind of chilling, you know. Yeah, I'm just worried about once we get down there to push the... Are they like saltwater crocs? Like, as long as you don't... Well, I mean, we're going to have to get down there and push the dragon pull over. And by we, I mean Brianna. Yeah. Because she's the strong one. Well, yes, but we can all, you know, like, perform or get a guard line going. But, okay. So I've learned something about the Nownet. So I guess Fintel will be like, uh, just that thing over there is bad news. Just don't get anywhere near it. Hadn't intended to. Yeah, I know. But just reaffirming that. All right. <laughs> now we'll be my turn. So now a boggart started its turn in your grossness, Christine. Uh, is that its first turn in there? Second turn? Second turn. So again, 1d6 poison, and it extends the second. I'm really hoping I get somebody in a third. I doubt I will, unless a second instance of that grenade counts as extending its duration. So, five poison damage. It makes its uh, fort roll. Okay. Fort roll is... Oh, 25. All right, so it, it, it the second does not extend, but it still takes the damage. Okay. Well, it also hasn't retched, so it's just, it's still sick. Okay. <laughs> next is, yes. oh, next is this Chirica who decides to run away. No. He's running towards from the From the stench in the trenches? <laughs> Sorry, guys. All right. It is now the Dragon Pillar's turn. Brianna or Dark Hole, or Knife Sword, Dark Hole, Seagull Teeth. One will be Brianna, mm-hmm. two will be Knife Sword, Dark Hole, Seagull Teeth. Brianna, you get hit with it again. Yes. Give me another. Will save. Will save. That's the words. Oh, oh there we go. Nope, that's yep. you. Uh, 39 to hit, by the way. Um, that is a critical Okay, hit. so make a save. 27. So you are merely stunned one. Only, pshaw. All right, I'll take it. The Chirica in the hole who has been peppered with with things is going to throw the debris he picked up at Twin Talon. As long as he's not throwing fecal matter, I think we're fine. 31. 
31 is a hit, but not a crit. Woo! So a rock flies at you, clocks you square in the face for 17 points of damage. Minus 5 because I liberate. You cannot liberate when you are stunned, unfortunately. Because you can't use reactions. Oh, poop. Yeah. That's right. I forgot. Sorry. And it's actually 9 when you use it now because it grows on level with you. But, uh, yeah. Unfortunately, that's fine. Pintel isn't taking a lot of damage, any damage in this fight anyway. So then... Seeing the rock hit you squarely in the face, he bends down and picks up another one and throws this one. Please don't fling poo. Please don't fling poo. 28! That also hits. I thought you said he could only pick it up. So at the end of last round, he picked up. Yeah. Oh, throw, pick up, throw. Got it. Right. 15 points of damage. Okay. So that is the Chirika's turn, and he is feeling good. After clocking this enemy twice in the face with rocks. Knife sword, it is your turn. I'm casting gravity well. <laughs> what does that do? Oh I've never heard of that spell. You create a sphere of altered gravity. All creatures and insecure objects in the area move towards the center depending on their reflex saving throws. This follows the rules for forced movement. There's not enough space near the center of the sphere. Creatures and objects nearer to the center move first, and others move as far as they can without being blocked up to the amount set by their saving throw outcomes. So, here's the thing. If these Chirika fail, they're gonna fall. Mm Mm-hmm. Beautiful. Okay. I, I think Rob took that into account. Good job, Rob. Yeah, I'm pretty sure he wanted the fall damage. <laughs> nice, Rob. That's awesome. Wait, is that pillar able to be yanked free? I'm about to make the save, so give me a second. That's a lot of dice. Wow. That's a lot of creatures Wait. that uh, fell. 28. So the save is a DC 25. Mm-hmm. One, two, three, four... Four creatures fail it, which means they move 15 feet towards the center. Mm-hmm. Matt, do you want to look up fall damage for me? Oh, I know what it is. Okay. So five, uh, well, towards the center. Five, ten, fifteen. Okay. Can you tell me what fall damage is? Fall damage in second edition is you take the number of feet you fell, divided by two. That's how many damage you take. All right. So they're, they're 20 feet up. And they fall. Divide that by two. That's ten points of damage. Mm-hmm. And they're in the water. Well, here's another thing that is important, and that Uh-oh. is that are they moving in an order? What do you mean? So according to what Rob read, the one closest to the center moves first and so on. The reason right. that's important is if they fall on each other, they then take more they damage. They take more damage? Oh, jeez. <laughs> Oh, jeez. All right, so hang on. Okay, so after a quick break to figure out and math everything, two Churika fell into the water. One fell into the water, and one fell onto the rocks. Those two took 10 damage. Two of the void worms just got pulled towards the middle. The now net got moved five feet. The pillar is fine. And then the poor boggards. Let's talk about the boggards. The first oh, boggard fell in, took ten damage, and the now net moved out of the way to not take any damage. Then the second boggard fell into the first boggard. So the first boggard took another five points of damage. 
and the second Boggart took 10 points of damage. Rob, mm. for casting the most goblin spell that I have ever seen that doesn't <laughs> have a goblin trait, I'm giving you a hero point. Woohoo! Hooray! Yes! Well, well earned. <laughs> well deserved. Gravity well earned. Oh, yeah! Get out. Okay, I'm leaving. Matt, I'm taking away <laughs> oh, no. a hero point. <laughs> <laughs> that, that joke is going to cost a hero point. It's <laughs> amazing. And that anyway. spell only took two actions. Oh, so you can still finish your turn? <laughs> so you have one more thing. What you gonna do? I'll use one action to cast a magic missile. Oh! At the guy that keeps throwing crap at, at uh, two, two blades. Okay. <laughs> two blades. That's the cousin of two chains, right? No. <laughs> For three more points of damage. Please tell me that kills him. No. Oh, Damn. That would have been perfect. Uh, That'd be so funny. Oh my gosh. All right. Now, how long does that gravity well stay there? Uh, I think it's just this, just just now. Like it's like a like a thermal imploder in Star Wars. Like it just zoop. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't have a doesn't have a duration, so I'm assuming it's just okay. It's there's no concentrate. Okay, yeah, good. It, it, yeah, yeah, it just happens. Okay, you can't just keep it going. Okay, great. Well, I mean, I can cast. So, there's no concentration <laughs> to maintain. That would be amazing. So, Christine, the bogger that the last bogger that's starting in where this mist is mm -hmm. takes damage. Correct. Uh, is it his first or second turn in this mist? Second turn. Yes, he takes the the damage, and he again has to make that fort save. How much damage does he take? Five. Five poison damage. That's that's fine, because after you take more hit points than you have... You die. You don't really get to move. Yay! You, you have a, a kill. Another kill. Woo! <laughs> it is your turn now, though. Yes, 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 yes. Alrighty, well, I want to stay out of the gravity well itself. Obviously. Well, the gravity well is gone. Oh, that's true. Um, this also lasts for three rounds from my turn. So, like, this is, it's it's still hanging out there if anybody else runs through it. Okay. Okay. So, and these two have been exposed previously, correct? Yes, anyone who has a status on them was most likely exposed to, to that. They're definitely sick. Uh, okay. So I can chuck it there again. <laughs> uh, okay. If I, if I really want. The question is... I'm going to leave this to you. Are you going to consider it a continuation of the previous effect, or is it brand new because it's a new cloud? I would say... Ooh, that's a good one. I would say it's a new effect. Okay, now there's nowhere near as fun. All right, so I'm going to hit this guy with a frost vial. So it's a 21 to hit him. Uh, that'll, that'll hit. Okay, so he takes four cold, two cold splash, and a minus ten foot movement penalty. I'm sorry, four cold, two cold splash, two cold splash, and a minus ten foot movement penalty. No, he won't. Bye! Is he dead? He's dead. He, he did. He did. <laughs> okay, that's my turn. Move, move, attack. Very nicely done. One void worm doesn't do anything. The other void worm, because it was so rudely pulled away from the dragon pillar, swims it through the air back. I guess that would be called flying. It's air swimming. It's, it's different. It is. <laughs> mm -hmm. It's great. It's so underground. You guys wouldn't know about it. It's so underground. It's in the sky. <laughs> Wait a minute. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad I is appreciating my terrible jokes. Another boggard runs. 
looks at his friends like, why'd you run off the edge there, guys? That doesn't seem smart. <laughs> <laughs> You're gonna learn what it's like to not have a choice. I just imagine them all just like flying through the air. There's exactly, like a, just like, like, like a popping <laughs> sound, and all of these things just like fly into the pit. <laughs> it's just the Monty Python scene. Yo, no blue! Ah! <laughs> I feel like they were running, and it was very cartoonish. As they were still running, they were running in air, and then they look down, and they just <laughs> their legs keep pedaling. <laughs> they just drop yep. <laughs> as they hit the ground. This is a bad idea. Also, if you take damage from a fall, you're prone. Beautiful. Yeah. Make these monkeys prone. Uh, and you know what? It's the top of the round again. Cool. Does that mean it's my turn? Brianna. Oh. No, it's Brianna's turn. Wow. Wow. Next week. What? <laughs> you always do it to me. Every time. Every time. Thank you for listening to the Cracked Eye Podcast. Background sound effects provided by Sirenscape, because epic games deserve epic music. Please visit them at sirenscape.com. Pathfinder 2nd Edition, Age of Ashes Adventure Path, are all copyright of Paizo Publishing. Please visit them at paizo.com for more information.